Hello everyone. Finical Magazine proudly presents to you the Finical Podcast. Finical Magazine is a daily source of financial and business news. We have now initiated our own podcast where we will discuss and talk about various concepts of business, economics, social, entrepreneurs and anything and everything related to finance. We will also have entrepreneurs, industrialists and financial gurus who will guide us and discuss all they do and all that they have learned and experienced throughout their journey. Our guest for today is Dr. Tasneem Razmi. Tasneem ma'am has been part of HR college since 12 years. She's an accounting and finance professor. She's the teacher in charge of Finical Magazine and few other student association. She's the backbone of our magazine. Good afternoon, ma'am, and thank you for joining us today. I welcome you to the Finical Podcast. Hello, hello, Sana. You're looking well. Thank and you. Hello, everyone. So, ever since Nike's IPO rocked the stock market, women entrepreneurs have been the talk of the town. And thus, for our topic, we've chosen women in finance. And, ma'am, we feel that you were the perfect guest to have an insight about this topic. Thank you so much. And yes, I definitely agree. I think even before Nike, of course, Nike has brought it to light. But uh, women entrepreneurs have been around since a while. Probably not got enough mileage, but yes, they have been around. So it's a pertinent topic. I'm glad you took this up. Thank you. I feel we were born to ro- rule the world. Definitely. So, I'd like to start by asking you about your teaching career. So you've be- been in the teaching field for quite some time now. Made you feel that this is the perfect career for you? Uh, so you know, it's very funny. Uh, this was not really my first choice. uh it so happened that you know i was at home i had my babies and uh, i have two boys and so as as they were growing up they become a little older and i wanted to get out of the house i was wondering what to do and it just happened that i happened to meet uh, a friend of mine who was um, a visiting faculty at hr so she we were just we just got to talking and then she said i'm at hr and i said you know something i'm an ex student of hr and she said oh that's so great and then she said you know they're looking out for a faculty uh, would you be interested and i said okay why not so i just went and uh, you know sent her my cv and uh, apparently there was some faculty who were, you know had taught me at that time so they recognized me because i was a bright student at not very active but i was bright so she recognized me and she said oh she's an alumni call her call her and i went there and uh, she said okay this is the uh, syllabus why don't you start teaching first your batch was the first class i taught and she said you can uh, come and start teaching from monday and i was okay like all right i was it was too good to be true but uh, and then i said okay let's try it why not i started teaching and then you know uh, once a week once a week became twice a week and then uh, i started really enjoying it and the feedback was good and that's how i and it just lasted forever so now 12 years wow so it hr must be like it's like a home to you now it's yeah absolutely again, because you know you like alumni yeah my husband's from hr so it's like and now my boys are in hr so i think hr is pretty much home right and uh, that must be that feels very nice that you come here as a student and now you're experiencing everything but just from the other side correct exactly so it, it's it's like i don't know any other college in mumbai this is all i've kind of you know my world is uh, around it so uh, i've seen it grow over the years so uh, at that time the principal was a uh, professor ajwani very humble man you know as so i've seen it evolve over the years and then we had dr shani who took it over and of course under her the college uh, grew leaps and bounds and now uh, our 
you know a very principal dr pooja ramchandani she's doing a fabulous job so we are looking forward to some great uh, you know scaling some new heights and we are glad that all of us get to be a part of it Absolutely. so as we all know that hr is a lot beyond academics and you know it also helps us to you know develop different interests so what are your hobbies and interests beyond academics okay so um i like reading uh, i read a lot of fiction so uh, i pick up books on different topics some books on finance also you know and i enjoy that i find it very therapeutic you know just to kind of um, relax but of course in today's time i think uh, reading has taken a back seat and we want something you know a little more fast so we are more into shows and uh, you know videos and things like that but i do make it a point to read because i think nothing can replace reading and unfortunately i believe in the new generation a lot of reading is not happening sana do you read yeah i do read i like to read okay. yes glad to know that but uh, i mean lot of my students uh, recently when i interact with them they say we, we don't really read as much and i do think that does impact a person we must uh, form the habit of reading yes yes so, i think i'd like to make a correction i i like to read like books but not textbooks that's one thing which i'm it's, <laughs> it's always like that it's always like that but but i think even the other books that you read uh, they give you a lot of perspective so uh, it's good whatever you read i think is always good there's no harm you know it's uh, it uh, enhances your creativity and so you know a good reader will never find the movie if there's a book there's a movie based on it you'll never find the movie doing justice because in your mind you have uh, you know pictureized it so differently yeah i've experienced that there's so many books that i've read and then they become movies and i'm like no the book was so much better because you get Absolutely. to imagine it in your own way it's your own creativity what like goes on in your head while you're reading it and like the movie is exactly. nice so, but it's not the same vibe so exactly so of course reading is something i really enjoy besides that i like traveling i have been traveling a lot and i think covid gave us some time to travel in india so i've used that opportunity actually to you know travel a little bit in india also now so uh, you know and learn so much more about uh, india and these small uh, hill stations and you know small cities and the culture so and again there is a lot of learning and traveling so yeah i enjoy that also i feel traveling is the best experience that you can get and i'm really grateful to my parents that you know they used to take me on trips and we used to travel so much when i was little and like we could not because of covid but i have learned a lot because of traveling rather than being in a class absolutely you know the culture of a place the food the language uh, you pick up so much when you travel you know so uh, i really think uh, that nothing that replaces travel of course and uh, ma'am i'd like to ask you where is your dream destination i am not one of those who has a dream destination not really actually i've, I've kind of you know my first trip actually was maldives and for a lot of people that's the dream destination so uh, i guess uh, it's not a dream destination anymore uh, but i must say that if i count my top destinations um, i i love japan uh, you know it's surpassed me a lot of people said japan is you know this and that and uh, but when i went there uh, and i didn't think too highly of japan but i love japan so i think uh, there's no beach like maldives there's no city like japan uh, you know the trains everything the cultural experience is amazing uh, and i also like the us you know uh, it's so varied there's so much of range when you talk about east coast and the west coast um, so yeah these would be three of my uh, you know main favorite sit- uh, countries to go to uh, so nothing like a dream destination i would say. so this is a really different aspect about you know traveling 
that I learned. Since you said that you like reading a lot, what kind of content and books would you recommend for gaining financial knowledge? So, you know, uh, I've read a couple of books which are nice, a lot of them, but through my first years and, you know, since I teach accounting and finance, uh, I do tell my uh, students that, you know, you should read, uh, I think think everybody knows Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, That's one of the books that everyone advises. Then there's a book called uh, The Psychology of Money by Morgan um, Housel, I think. So even that's a nice book. There's another book called Let's Talk Money. That's a really nice book. And uh, if you talk about Indian authors, there's this book I read recently, which was uh, Sabse Bada Rupaya by Amit Trivedi. Even uh, that was a nice take on finance. So yeah, a couple of these books are really nice books for uh, beginners to you know start exploring finance and growing to like it. Thank you so much for the recommendations. I'm pretty sure our listeners are gonna, if they haven't read these books, then I'm pretty sure they're gonna go and you know read these books. So yes, since please, our topic, yes, yeah, please sorry. do and read it. Uh, I would tell everyone, please do read these books. It, it's really nice. And another activity you can do. I know I'm sounding like a teacher, but once you read a book. Just try to write a synopsis of the book, you know, at the end of it. Like, what what were your learnings? What things really struck you in the book? It'll really help you even to articulate your thoughts uh, in a better manner. So I, I think we should do this with any book that we read. You know, we just read and forget. But if we can just write a short, uh, you know, synopsis or an act abstract it'll really help us to even to focus our thoughts so i think that's a good activity that one should do i'll start doing that after the after every book that i read from now on because this is a really nice thought thank you ma'am i'm glad i'm glad even if a couple of students do that i'll feel happy that you know it made a difference so since our topic for today is women in finance uh what is your take on it and how do you apply it in your own life so i think like all women do i pretty much control the finance at home so i take the decisions in terms of you know like what comes into the house and and of course now we are uh, aided by all these online uh, stores and apps which are there so i think uh, you know i i kind of handle all my uh, purchases i live in a nuclear family so i take primarily all the decisions so you know uh, what comes into the house in terms of your groceries and everything uh, again when it comes to shopping you know so the major decisions are generally taken by me even in terms of holidays and uh, I mean, I take it together with my husband, but most of the basic day-to-day decisions definitely are controlled by me. So, and I think that's a, a pretty much for most of the women today. They do take a lot of financial decisions. They may not realize it, but they yeah. are taking a lot of financial decisions today. I'd like to ask you, um, would you like to give some advice to us young girls? We are just starting out with our life. So is there something you would like to tell us regarding women in finance or taking care of our own finances yeah so um i would definitely say that you must look after your own finances you know we in india i think all over the world women have this habit that even if they're earning uh, they like to rely on their uh, husbands or their fathers and you know say that okay you handle the money thinking that they'll do a better job probably because they don't have confidence in, in, in themselves i think we should take charge of that also we can take help of the people around us but we should know where our money is being parked or, you know, what is happening. So I would suggest that set your objectives, you define what you want out of it. Don't get very emotional, you know, just uh, invest and do a lot of research. I think most important component is research, you know, look at fundamentals of companies, diversify, put your money in different baskets. Uh, you could have some fixed deposits. So when you start, make a fixed deposit, uh, then you can get into mutual funds. You can get into, then once you understand the markets more, you can get into the stock market. So uh, try and dabble a little bit in everything because that's the right. only way you're going to learn. So right. I do 
think you know uh, that you should try to do it yourself do your own research and one important thing is don't follow the herd mentality someone says do this you know uh, everybody's risk appetite is different everybody's uh, goals in life are different so set your own goal uh, it's okay if you make your mistake uh, rather you make the mistake than somebody else so I, i would suggest that you know take finance in your own hands uh, you are educated there's no need to be worried and uh, it's okay you know take advice and guidance from others but definitely take charge of it so ever since i was a little girl my parents used to make me write all the expenses and i think today um, it's really helping me like i can see where i'm spending what and how much am i spending so internally i feel really good that you know at least i'm in charge of this much of my finances so i'm Correct. really liking that yeah yes. absolutely but it has increased uh, today yes like girls like you are very confident they are taking charge uh, a lot of them are saving you know so i uh, i know a lot of my students and they tell me that you know if we get gifts on birthdays or we get diwali bonus or gifts from parents so we save that money and they've started to you know invest that money so i think uh, women are on the right path you know and girls today are very uh, focused and they know that you know they should not spend everything so the whole saving concept is quite strong in a lot of youth which i think is good i feel so, indirectly so like years ago women of the house used to save money they used to put it in like pulses and grains in the dappas in the kitchen so we always had that saving factor in our head but now it's just that people there are more channels to save it and people people are more aware about it because the banking infrastructure has also grown you know the financial services the awareness uh, today when tv and your uh, you know radios and all are talking about investments and how easy it is uh, you know the banks are providing the platform so it's become very very simple it's just a click for your investments you know so uh, definitely we should take charge of that uh, and you know you should make your money work for you uh they say a successful person is whose money works for them rather than they working um, not everybody gets there but i think that's the goal so there are still a lot of women who are not financially independent today so what do you think is the reason behind this what can be the possible situations to change this they are not independent uh, two ways one is that you're not working so you are relying on uh, you know your spouse or your husband or your i mean your father for the money so of course they are not independent in that sense but i would urge even then today a lot of women can start something on their own so you can start doing you know small jobs at home baking like i think in covid a lot of um, women entrepreneurs took up baking and you know making things at home and putting it up on online or on the society groups and you know uh, start businesses or uh, small businesses so i think every woman should do that whether it is simple thing like you know if you are good in academics take tuition uh there's a lot of things that you can do to actually earn your own money so we right. should start doing that i think that mentality should change like it is in the us you know they they don't really like using parents money they try to earn their own money but in yeah. india sometimes we have that entitled feel that you know if uh, my my parents should provide for me or they should give me the money so hmm. i think from a young age uh, everybody in especially women should get independent because if we don't at a young age what happens is you spend your first half dependent on your father and then you're dependent on your husband you should definitely start something of your own even if it's a little bit because uh, that little money that you earn gives you that sense of uh, achieving something it, whatever little it is i think we should start something of our own and have our own personal lives beyond our house that's that's really correct so there's this page i don't know if you know about it it's called uh, humans of bombay and they keep on posting these inspirational videos and a lot of them are about women who had some issue who, like they were not in a good place and 
then they started earning and now they are really happy and they are independent and they are not bounded by any restriction they are just like free and happy because it is motivational you know sometimes when you read about somebody else you learn maybe you're not alone you can voice yourself or also you can just empathize to the problem of others and if i'm in a position to make a difference uh, you can kind of you know contribute there so definitely i think such uh, awareness is uh, very useful for society so social media definitely gives us power to you know stand with others or take inspiration social media can be a boom uh, and a bane so uh, look at it at the positive and try to use it you know in the better part of it rather than just uh, using it for the negative definitely i think more such initiatives should come up and 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 they are uh, youth today is very conscious Uh, of the society uh, of their surroundings and uh, so so i think there's a lot of change that has taken place which is good so on social media also there are so many pages which give like financial advices and they just put tips and all of that so what are the key financial questions that every woman should ask their financial advisor if they have one i think the first thing that you need to know is uh, you know what is the investment philosophy how are you going to invest my money just don't blindly rely on them and say that okay we are putting your money yo 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 so sometimes we get scared to ask these questions because they might think we are ignorant or we don't know questions but i it's a right to ask it's your money so you have right. to ask them what is your investment philosophy where are you going to park my money what is the percentage break up that in different sources that you're going to put it what are the fees that you're going to charge me you know exactly the commission or the and most importantly if you have a financial advisor is how are you going to rebalance my portfolio you know how are you going to how often are you going to do that a lot of mis time people make mistakes they invest one time and they forget about it and even a lot of agents will you know invest and then just forget about you for a very long time so it's very important to rebalance relook at it again and make the required changes because if you kept an expert it's his job to do that it's their yeah. job so uh, i think that we need to check because i i've had like experiences where you know people put their money at the peak and the funds kept slipping down or the stocks did not perform and the advisors did not bother rebalance you know and then they lost a lot of money there so it's important that you uh you know do that also tax so you need to check with them in terms of it's your getting with your investments uh, you know what is your tax structure so a couple of these questions need to be asked uh, you know to your advisors what is the level of risk in every security so uh, once you know that you can take an informed decision i think our female listeners would like now and have an idea about what to ask their advisors i'm not sure but if i can add to this i'd like to say that i just hope that everybody would be clear about their financial goals and dreams and they know that the money that they're investing goes towards which goal and it's just not there so this gets me to do you think that our society is well equipped to support or had the female demographic to begin their journey towards financial independence it has improved a lot but i believe there'll never be an ideal scenario okay you're not going to get everything uh we have to accept it that generally women are supposed to be you know homemakers and uh, even though husband wife both are working uh or you know two siblings are working somewhere along the responsibility of the household does come to the woman more so um you may have a support system in your husband in your mother in law in your mother whoever it is but uh, i think we have to you know not give up make it work for us make the adjustments it might be tougher initially but uh, we have to put in that little extra hard work and we don't deny that uh, compared to a male definitely a woman has to put in more hard work so society yes things have become better uh, women acceptance at workplaces become better the kind of facilities earlier there used to be just one woman in the entire office you know which used to be very yeah. awkward and so it has definitely improved but i would say the support systems are good but still a lot 
uh, left to be desired. You know, there, there could be a lot of improvements in that. But I think instead of trying about it, we have to just make it work. You know, you have to, uh, you know, make the adjustments, find support system. If not this person, this person, you can always figure something out. You know, don't say that, listen, I don't have a, a supportive family, so I'm not doing it. Just start and things will flow. You know, you will get the right people around you. You will find ways to go ahead in your path. Definitely, yes, conditions are better in terms of the society, but we, you will still face obstacles is what I feel. So I, I don't want to be overly optimistic to the women because I don't want them to feel disheartened. You will still face issues, but it is possible. A lot of women have made it happen and you can too. So just don't give up and continue. Basically, where there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. Okay, so this gets me to our last question. What are some financial or investing tips which you'd like to give to our listeners? I think the first tip that I would like to say uh, is that research. When you're investing, uh, another synonym for that is research. So make sure that uh, you always research your uh, whatever investment you're planning to make, whether it is you know fixed deposits or also like there are a couple of banks that offer them at different rates. So you can research and select a bank. Um, whether it's mutual funds or whether it is shares, you know, do your bit of research, do your homework. And this research is readily available online. So it's not like you have to do it yourself. There are a lot of apps today, Money Control and, you know, so many others are there. So uh, do use that research and make your decisions based on that. The second thing is to diversify uh, that, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, try the different investments, try putting your money in different places. You never know which one uh, balances it out. Even in mutual funds, I would suggest taking, you know, if you're investing there, take a two, three funds. Don't just put it in one fund. So there are different categories of funds. So based on, you know, your risk appetite, uh, try the different, different ones. Uh, and of course, risk changes uh, with age, with, you know, financial backing, a lot of factors. So look at how much money are you willing to part for how long? Keep all this in mind before you start investing. And I think most importantly in the end is do not follow herd mentality. Do not do what everyone is doing. Do not do what somebody is telling you to do. Listen to everyone, but do what you want, you know? So I think that's most important. So uh, make sure you do that. Thank you so much, ma'am, for these wonderful tips. And I'm pretty sure not, not only the female listeners, but also the men, they will also follow this. And the ones who have not started investing will take inspiration from this and go ahead with it. And thank you so much once again for being our inaugural guest for the Finical Podcast. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here. I really enjoyed it. So, and good job to the entire team. Thank you, ma'am. I hope this session was insightful to all our listeners. Follow us on Instagram at finical.magazine for more finance, business, economics, and management-related content. Stay tuned for more episodes.